0: this is the my sweet podcast where you learn to be resourceful find quick and clever ways to overcome life's challenges and guess what achieve more with less use what you have to get where you're trying to go learn to do difficult and for excuses get rid of them i mean all of them they're dead to me let's go Today's episode is going to be how you can be kind during Corona, like with a K. See, so get it? For kind, Corona, uh-huh, yeah, okay. All right, so I, I tried. See, maybe, like, I'm actually funny when I'm just not trying to be funny, but I really worked really hard on that. If you um, like that, you should, like, send this to your grandmother or something. Um, I was just, just noticing, like, a lot of weird things out, and it kind of, well, scared me. So I just want to remind people to be kind. Like, what are some ways you can be kind during this time? First off, you have 14 days to figure it out. If you're somebody who has to work from home or you have kiddos, you have 14 days to figure it out. I'm just going to give you some ways that I'm thinking about. Um, I'll let you know how it goes as I act on that. If you have recently seen a doctor, nurse, or anyone with the healthcare staff, anyone, write a thank you note. Bombard their website now. By just saying on the contact us, do not write a real thank you note. Do not go <laughs> mailing anything to any <laughs> healthcare facility or hospital. But send an email, Facebook them, um, send a hashtag. Just say thank you. If you know anyone that work that is working in the healthcare field, tell them thank you. Thank you. Encourage them right now. This is a real scary time. And with the hysteria, it's just making it way worse. Give them peace of mind and comfort while they're dealing with us. If you've been to the grocery stores, Dollar Tree, Fred Meyer, Grocery Outlet, Costco, Walmart, Trader Joe's with the chili lime chips. I mean, come on, Trader Joe's. That's really what I was worried about. When they said Corona, I thought, oh, man, I they going to be out of these chili lime chips. I got to make sure I stock up. I wasn't thinking about toilet paper. I was thinking, how many chili lime chips can I get in my cart right now? I know. I know. But they're gluten-free. I'm sure there's something addictive in there. Because I think about those chips. I thought, you know what I need to get through Corona? Corona some wheatgrass and some Trader Joe's chili lime chips. Did I just say chili lime chips again? Yeah, that's how much they mean to me. I'm sure you have your own thing. Maybe it's chocolate or Netflix or Dungeons and Dragons or wine or what is it? Whatever. You have your own thing. So um, anyway, if you've been to the grocery store, tell them thank you. Seriously, the places are trash. They're working overtime and they're at the front lines. If they're not there, we're in big trouble. So tell the places that you've been to, thank you. You don't have to bombard them by calling them or do not, you don't have to give them anything, (laughs) you know, try not to. But just send an email letting them know that you're grateful. Also, if you have someone who's elderly and you know that they live alone or they're not alone, just do that FaceTime thing. I know, sometimes I'm like, what am I going to say to my grandmother? Or what am I going to, I just, I don't know. I just think about peppermints and things like mothballs and, you know. But they need love, too. They stuck in the house. Can you imagine being grown? Like, you were a kid, right? And you thought, like, let's just say 40 years ago, they were like, you know what? When I'm grown, I'm going to have my own this and my own that. And now the government tells them they got a curfew. That's hard. That's really, really hard. Um. So yeah, just reach out to them. If you can send them a grocery delivery or just something that'll brighten their day, that it's also Corona safe, that would be super nice. Um, Or a text message or a picture of your kids or just a picture of you. I feel like old people are nosy like that, where they just like, pictures. I've just seen old people into some really weird things. Not all old people, so don't go out there and get offended. But just like, you know, they're just, I find them like just looking outside for no reason. You walk by, they're looking outside. Then they just come outside and just watch. I'm like, is it me? Is it the skin I'm in? Or is it something else? But, you know, they they need you know, to be checked on, let them know it's okay. Also, I feel like when you're a little bit older, sometimes you just find more things to worry about. So just letting them feel love, letting them know that they're loved would be nice. If your kids have like poems, they can write them or little silly videos would be super nice. If you know an old person and they're not part of your family, just check on them. Not like physically, just like send them a, a text or if they text. My grandmother is on Facebook and she has a YouTube channel. So That just says it. So, I mean, you can hit her up on YouTube. Um, If there are people that are working, cleaning, or government officials that are making decisions that you agree with, you should let them know. I think it's really key for us to encourage each other right now and to have hope. If there's local businesses that you really, that just were really there for you, or the FedEx worker, the Instacart, the DoorDash, do not. DoorDash, right? And not tip. Do not Instacart and not tip. I'm sorry. If you cannot tip with Instacart, you either need to do something like where you and your neighbor share like carpool Instacart or what you need to do is not order it. It's that simple. They are just doing too much right now for you not to be able to tip. If you cannot afford it, I'm sorry. You need not to tip. Um, If you are in a position to help people out right now, like, just anyone that you're able to do something super nice for, a cash app, Venmo, Patreon. You heard me? Yeah, help them out. Any, like, nothing's too small. An Amazon gift card. Look, my kids are doing these digital downloads like it's nobody business. So if you're able, look, if you want to send me something, Myla and MylaSweet.com, I will gladly accept because I am seeing them spend at an astronomical rate. I don't even understand it. How could so one TV show be that interesting? I I, I I don't get it. Um, and I would say the other part is at work. If you have coworkers, if you know anybody affected, I guess this probably should have been first, right? If you know anybody that's affected by Corona that um has lost anyone, just be sensitive, reach out to them. And the coronavirus could be a trigger for anyone that has lost anyone. Um. At any time that maybe has a kid that has special needs or high needs, um, an immune system that's compromised, just anyone, just check on people and be thoughtful. And I know it's hard because honestly, even as I'm making this, I'm like, oh my gosh, the guilt is setting in. It's like, how many people have I not checked in? Because you're still trying to figure out what's okay, like what you should be doing for yourself. But I would say... That even if you focus on thinking one person a day and checking on one person a day, I think that's good. If you can do more, absolutely, but sometimes it's just not realistic. So that's all I got. All right. This podcast is going to be about homeschooling because it's kind of crazy right now. Everyone has to homeschool from home. And guess what? Um, Well, I... Um, I already homeschool. I've been doing it for years now. Homeschooling three kids. Ages. Mm, what are their ages? Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. See, mom brain. Um, Two, six, and ten. And right now, I want to give you some tips on how to have fun. Seriously. Like, no, for real. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> you're probably thinking, I have to work from home. Or figure out how we're going to eat. Or... I don't have a job. <laughs> you want me to have fun? That's what. You can do it. I want to teach you one, okay, two, maybe three. I'll teach you three things. Um, how to homeschool and how to enjoy it. So the first thing is plan for the week. If you are planning for the week, then you're in a position to do really, really well. What do I mean by plan for the week? Um, I'll get into that in just a little bit. Number two is what's in your heart? Like, what is your heart for your kids? Like, what is in your heart for them? What do you foresee them? Like, why do you want them to learn? Why do you enjoy being around them? Those Answering those kind of questions are going to be key. And the last thing is incentive, incentive, incentive. Treat your kids like you're paying them commission. What incentive can you give them to get things done, give you a little bit of free time, reduce technology if you can and um make some family moments right so the first one is plan for the week right we're planning for the week so I'll tell you a couple things I can do it doesn't mean that you need to do the exact same thing but what you really need to do is think like this so you want to think what things annoy you during the week that you want to get out the way on Sunday. Let me tell you what annoys me. Uh, it annoys me if we have a whole bunch of laundry. It annoys me if I have to cook every meal. Like I have to stop what I'm doing to fix breakfast, lunch, snacks. So I don't like to do that. We wake up early Sunday morning and we meal prep for the week. We eat, we plan out snacks. We just might even just write them like, oh, trail mix and yogurt, um, uh, fruit and nuts. Uh, We might even have leftovers. Like, all the snacks are going to just be weird leftovers because we don't want to waste food. Um, I also don't like having a lot of, like, multitasking, frazzled time. So I try to set myself up where I have a little time in the morning um, to get things done. Um, And then I try to set myself up where I'm not waking up to being behind. So whatever that means for your house. Um, If your kids are late risers, that might be really easy. Mine's are not. They're super early. So sometimes I have to get some things done at night. But on that Sunday, I kind of write, what are the three goals for the week? I don't really make a lot of goals because I won't do them. So maybe my goal is make sure we're fed healthy meals and 10 minutes of activity. That's one goal. Goal number two is keep my job. Keep some work, keep, you know, keep doing things <laughs> that keep me employed and doing them well, right? Number three might just be, you know, I want to read two books that week. Um, and that's simple. And everything else that I have to do, like little tasks, kind of just mowing the lo- mowing the lawn kind of tasks, I give them a certain time frame. So I schedule those in. And then um, my goal, my free time, and my time that I'm really just working with the kids is trying to accomplish these three goals. So that's kind of what we plan on Sunday. And then I'll plan anything that's important to them. Like maybe it's important that we get one game night in. Or maybe it's important that we sit and watch one movie that week. So I plan that. And I try to do the hardest task at the beginning of the week and the easier ones toward the end so that we feel like the week is getting mentally, physically easier, even if it's not. It's just the task that we look um, forward to the least. So that's kind of what the week looks like. Um, what a day looks like is I just do what it's gonna get me ahead. So the night before, I try to do whatever's gonna get me ahead. It could be as simple as sleeping in my workout clothes. I literally do that take a shower, put on workout clothes, wake up. All my stuff is ready. I do my workout. That's super easy. I drink some water, make some tea, or some decaf coffee, and that's my routine. Breakfast is already made. Remember, so my kids can just fix it themselves. If breakfast is not made, what breakfast is, is something that they can make, even for my two-year-old. He can reach in the fridge and get an orange, and maybe it's already peeled. He can peel a banana. He can eat a rice cake or a trail mix. It's really just that simple. He just needs something healthy and whole in his body. And then um, the other thing we do is, um, you know, get our work done. So we just, if it's 6 a.m. and we're up, we eat um and, or we might fast, you know, just go without food until after we get our work done, just hydrate 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 until um it's time for a break, but we get the work done, 2 to 3 hours, we cram it all in. Sometimes we just have one day where we're like, we know we need 30 to 40 pages worth of work done, and we get it done on Monday and we use Tuesday through Friday to reinforce. So that's our typical week. Then the next thing I want to talk about is having a heart. Like This is kind of what guides you. It's why you want to do this. Even if it's just for two weeks, why do you want to do this for your child? To protect them, to keep them safe because you love them. You want to see them do well um, because your teachers need help right now. They can't homeschool your kids right now because that would be called school. So getting connected with the why. um, Why I want to do it is I want to teach my kids how to have life skills. So that's why I homeschool. I also want to teach them... How to deal with change. So maybe that's something that is why you would do this. And you image that behavior. Um, You try to give them a good outlook from the heart that you have. If your heart is not in the right place about this and you're yelling and nagging and just, uh, I'm going to tell you, not only are you going to be annoying to yourself, your kids are going to find you very annoying. So you won't be able to hide it. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen that way. I would advise you to get right with it and decide, you know what, it might be hard, it might be exhausting, it might be difficult, but I'm going to do it. Now, here's the thing. Just do the best that you can. That's all. Now, I've seen some of the schedules where they're like, wake up, eat, and then you're going to homeschool, then you're going to do an activity, then you're going to watch TV, and then you're going to... Um, eat and then you're gonna go back to homeschool and then you're gonna do an activity that would never work in my house why because I live in my house and I would hate that I would just say do whatever you think will work good for you if your kids will hate working up waking up and homeschooling I'm sorry I said working up it's kind of like work um waking up and homeschooling then I probably wouldn't do that if your kids are late risers and they do really well with you reading them a story or cuddling for 30 minutes, do that. Or maybe you need them to watch a show for a bit because you have to get some work done too. I would say just start with whatever is going to make you successful, consistent for the next, you know, 14 days. And that's going to give you the right attitude. Attitude is going to go a long way and what will give you the most focus. And then incentive. So when I have my kids doing things that they don't want to do like learning subjects that are boring or super hard or super discouraging I try to attach something to them to the goal or activity that is worth getting at the end so it could be as simple as you get a new app or mommy and daddy will have a game with you on Saturday I know more <laughs> more things you have to do or we'll cook your favorite meal or you don't have to have peanut butter you can just have jelly on that sandwich see incentive Don't just assume they're a sense of, find out what would make them, I have a two year old, he tells me what would be his incentive. Mommy wants you to do this. What would get you to do this? Ice cream. Okay, done. Go do that, I get you ice cream, done. Yes, he will sit and read for 30 to 45 minutes on his own for some ice cream or what we call tech time, tech time, tech time, mommy, I want tech time. Exactly, it works. And it gets, like, maybe five or ten minutes. But the trick is, right now, it's incentive. I let my kids have the incentive, like, commission. It's, like, the reason you sell a car or you're working from home is incentive. Whether that's a paycheck, keeping your job, it's incentive. So I would use that right now. Um, I think that's it for homeschooling. But I, I think those are my top three things that I would say. If you're trying to homeschool right now um, and not lose your not lose it. I'll leave it at that. Um, if you want more tips or you want to reach out to me directly, you can hit me up at, um, Myla at MylaSweet.com. That's M-Y-L-A at M Y L A S W E E E T dot com. Would love to, um, hear from you. Also, if you have any like questions, you can download the Anchor app, It's anger.fm, and you can send me a a message. You can record a message. If there are screaming kids in the background, I would love it even more. All right, that's it. I know, coronavirus is everywhere, right? But, you know, we can't run from it. Let's just talk through it. Let's come up with a strategy. Let's make you corona-proof if we can. I'm not talking about health-wise because, honestly, I'm not the right person for that. But I'm talking about your mental. Let's make your mind strong. Let's teach you how to do some difficult stuff right now. One difficult thing is assessing what you need to work on in and out of your house. Your personal skills, what can you be brushing up on, right? Um, Your work skills, can you fill out a resume right now? Um, Can you learn? Can you grow? And your mindset, how can you toughen up? Stop letting the hysteria get to you. Now, should you have a strategy? Absolutely. The word of the strategy right now is cash flow. C H, wait, it's not C H, C A S H F O. Wait, <laughs> okay, cash flow. Clearly, I can't spell C A S H F L O W. See? See what I just did right there? No, I can't. I can, can spell. Woohoo. All right. So, getting back to it, it's like, how can you corona proof where you're at right now? Like, honestly, the truth is I don't have a lot of experience with corona okay but what I do have a lot of experience with is being resourceful I love to have my back up against the wall and find and claw a way out so what I want to teach you is right now what can you be doing to come out not only just surviving but thriving right this is some these are some tips that I'm I'm looking at right now how can I short term How can I make short term money, right? How can I make money right now? What can I do today that will get me money right now? Hence, I started this podcast, right? Um, What can I do for my income? So, let's say you have like a skill with singing. Could you start singing and recording and seeing if podcasts would pay you 10, 15, 25? A hundred dollars for it. Um, can you Instacart dash? Can you get a CNA license, or how quick can you become a nurse right now? Okay, do you can you use a three D printer to make a respirator? Look, I'm just kidding, but you see where I'm going with this. What can you do with your back up against the wall? You have a special skill set, and according to, you know Malcolm Gladwell, and the study that he did, it takes ten thousand hours to be an expert. What are you almost an expert at or an expert at? Like, what have you spent 10,000 hours doing? I can tell you for sure I have spent 10,000 hours talking nonstop, finding ideas, and bombarding anyone I know with those ideas. So I would say figure it out. What are you good at? If you don't know, ask people around you. What are you good at? That's from a short-term cash flow. And I mean cash flow. What can you do from home? Can you take surveys? Can you, um, what is it? Can you... Like, read audiobooks and get uh, paid to record them. That's the kind of things. Can you help out a local real estate agent that may be um, able to get the leads in, but they don't have exactly um, what they need as far as their team is there somewhere you could work for commission whose problem can you solve right now short term but it'll bring cash in right now if cash is going out if you spent money today last week or two weeks ago a month ago you need some more money coming in not just your salary job or hourly job or whatever you need some extra money coming in you cannot have too many you cannot when i say cannot cannot have too much money coming in also um What's your long-term plan? What can you do right now that maybe six months, nine months, ten months from now would be really good? Maybe next year it'll start blooming for you. That's what I'm thinking. What can I do right now and what can I do long-term to put me in a position not only where I'm surviving, but I am doing really, really good. And I think you should be thinking of the same. And if you feel down on your luck, just stop. 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 Get it together. There are opportunities. There have been people down on their luck before, and they have made it. Um, Have you heard of this thing called the Great Depression? Yeah, like that. Didn't people make it through? Was it not that many? I don't know. Maybe that's not a good example. I'll update you on that. Um, And then the other thing that I was thinking about was um, where can you save? Where can you tighten your budget? Like, you know, I know some people are... Making sure their their shelves and their house are stocked and, but where are you? Can you refinance? Is there are there lower interest rates? Do you own multiple properties? Can can you do that? Is this a time where you need to have roommates? Like ask your friends to move in with you. Possibly, um, can you renegotiate your lease? Maybe you can make your payment, but you're like, I can consistently make a hundred dollars less. Can will you be okay with that? Um, can you talk to people that you owe and figure out ways to renegotiate the terms of that? Because at the end of the day, they want cash coming into you, right? Are there medical loans that you can ask for financial assistance? Is there somewhere that you can go where someone can help you? Um, is there a special service that you can offer? Is there camaraderie? that you can offer, is are there people that you can brainstorm with? I think all of that is super, 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 super necessary right now. And I feel like the last thing that I want to mention, are there any problems or opportunities that add value? Um, I know that there's a time where we can get super hysterical and fearful, but the truth is you, you don't come out strong, you don't think soundly, and you don't act in love when you do that, right? We need If America can get together or any other places wherever you're listening to this, if you can find people to get together and believe that we can all pull through this, that we can pull through this, then we can start creating some beautiful, beautiful things, all right? There is opportunity out there. So I would leave you with that. That's all for it for here. I feel like that's a lot to get your engine going. And if you're like, well, what is she talking about? I don't, I don't know. Um, there's a search engine. There's so much knowledge and information right now that is ridiculous. Oh wait, there's one more thing. What can you learn right now? Like if you're like, well, I don't know. Like <laughs> download the the Libby app from your library or whatever the local library app is. Our library offers online classes. Canopy offers online classes, Skillshare. There are so many places. If you're just, you want to fall down a rabbit hole, YouTube. Fall down an educational rabbit hole. Not like where you watch people eat, but you know what? Honestly, I'm here for whatever. Even if it doesn't add value, if it's just not talking about things that are going to make you fearful and it's just something to get your mind over for a second, that is important. Um, so what can you learn? How can you sharpen your skill set? Like I would not think I'm okay. Everything's fine. I don't have to worry. This is not that time. This is a time to put in place the disciplines that have gotten you to this place right now in your life. And if I'm talking to someone that hasn't gotten very far in life, okay, then you definitely, the number one thing you need to do is learn something or figure out what skill set can add value to somebody right right now. Maybe you are super calm, so you can um, still calm. I don't know. You get where I'm going. All right, so I want everyone to start thinking. Let those engines run and go out there and encourage someone. If you're stuck, don't allow yourself to be stuck. If you're afraid, stop. Look at fear and decide that you're going to do something different. You can change. You can change how you respond to this. You can change what story you want to believe. You can believe what everyone's telling you to believe, or you can get out there and start making a difference right now. Alright, that's another episode in the books. Hello? Hello? I said, I said it's over. Why are you still listening? Like, seriously, the episode is over. If you're still listening right now, you know what? you're probably a chronic procrastinator. Guess what? I'm still listening to you. Come on. For real. Seriously. We got to go do something productive. No, like for real. No, for real, for real. Okay. You can keep listening.